Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Whispers, it is so good to be in this room with you guys this afternoon. But before we get into anything, first and foremost off the top of the show, I want to say how sorry we are for the mix-up from last week's show. We were on air. Everything on our end looked great. The Everything, our lights was up, recording. And when we signed off and we did our promo of, like, we're going to push out for if you missed the show, we went to go capture the show, and lo and behold, we could not find it. It was nowhere to be found. And we found out from Blog Talk Radio that they had some um, issues and some errors that happened. And so we really have really looked at things, and we're working on getting this to be just so for you all because the topics that we're bringing in the Discussions that we're having here are too important for us to miss, and we promise to do better for you all because you deserve it, and we just appreciate always you all supporting Whispers in a Bottle as well as myself. So with that being stated, excuse me, you know how much I want you to join the conversation. So make sure you call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous for us. Each episode, we have a live chat box that you can drop your comments, your questions. If you like a point, want me to reiterate a point, drop it in there. And you know how your girl loves to monitor a great chat box. So, Please join the conversation. Now listen, whispers. have you been getting our cocktail or our mocktails of the episode? Oh, my goodness. We put a call out for mixologists because we wanted to shake it up a little bit, have some different things in here, and they have not disappointed us. I mean, last week we had Green Envy with Daniel, who just killed it two episodes in a row. And this week we have the fabulous Misha from Seattle, Washington. She's 25 years old, and she's a four-time champion mixologist. I mean, seriously, this young woman is fabulous. And she brought us the Cranberry Ginger Fizz. Oh, my word. It is so good. It is so refreshing. And this kind of cocktail mocktail is what puts this discussion in the right element. But listen, whisperers, tell them, if they're not getting the featured cocktail mocktail, they're missing it. So they need to join our VIP listing where we have a live link in the description of this episode or any of the episodes that you go back to and listen to. Click on the link, join And I'm telling you, you're going to love it. We're having a good time in here. So are you all ready to get into this week's discussion? Oh, transitioning from grandparents to parents. I have to tell you, this was a huge topic. I mean, when I started really researching it 
and I put out there uh, that we were going to do this topic. You just don't know how many emails that I received. Um, I even am going to bring up a little situation with a client of mine as well. And so, you know, like I said, join the discussion. Call in at 516-595-8091. So, you know, we start each episode with a clear meaning and a definition. So this isn't going to be any different. We're going to get the understanding and the meaning of transition. So transition means the process of changing from one state or condition to another. Once again, transition means the process of changing from one state or condition to another. So before we even get into this, I just have some statistics that I'm going to share with you that I think is going to blow you away because it even blew me away when I was doing the research and looking into this. So I found out that two-thirds of families that are that are maintained right now at, by grandparents, it's two-thirds of them that are maintained. So that basically means that about roughly 2.7 million grandparents are raising grandchildren. 2.7 million. And that's just only since the statistic was done as of January of this year. And then when I was looking at um, some other things, the American uh, Bar, Bar Association, they were stating that 2.5 million children are raised by kids and about 120,000 are put into the system to be in that kinship. And we'll talk about that further um, in the system to be raised to, uh, per day, 120,000. That's incredible. I, I couldn't even believe it. Like, my mind was just totally blown. So with that being said, you know, no matter how much you love your grandkids or how much you love to be around them, raising them can present with many challenges as well as it can present with a lot of rewards. So, I'm going to try to help you to succeed in transitioning into that that role as a parent, that secondary parenting, because don't forget you did this once before. And what are the what those challenges are, what those what things happen and rise within? And here it is, usually. And I stress that word usually. You know, grandparents have a benefit of interacting with their grandkids on a level that is a little more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the grandkids get to swoop in for the weekend and, you know, have fun, tear up a little bit and everything, and just as you're ready to, like, pull your hair out, the parents come in and pick them up and take them home. And you get to put your house back in order. You get to have your life back at calm. Or, you know, you have some of the grandparents that are the caregivers to the grandchildren after school because the parents are working, so they pick the grandchildren up after school, and they, they help them with their homework or give them a snack, and then they go home. Or, you know, however it is for them, it, it's just those little things that it's kind of more flexible. It's not so, so where that stress is put on them on a daily basis. But then there's a situation and a circumstance that befalls many where Unfortunately, the grandparents have to transition into being that sole parent 
or maybe it's a part-time parent-guardian kind of relationship. And now, this now means you are giving up of your leisure time, your peace of mind and quiet, possibly the options of traveling, because I know a lot of seniors, they love to travel, and so, you know, they have this situation now that it, it kind of encompasses things that they're not able or as free to leave and go where they wanted to go before. And even some, and this is where I'm going to bring up with my client and who I've been working with for the last three years, this was the thing that she really faced that was such a pivot and had to be changed. And it was, it was a drastic change because She was living in a retirement village where there was no children uh, allowed. Like they they didn't have any any kind of guidelines that if you had to take your grandchildren to raise them or help to be raised or whatever, there was nothing put in place there. And so now she faced a situation where she had to relocate and find a place to live so she could raise her grandkids. And this is what is called kinship care. And they know now with regards to the states and how they deal with things that kinship care is one of the best quality of care for children that are in a transition because they know that it causes them to have more stability. They know that they have more of a safe haven. There is a less number of abuse. There's less transition of popping from school to school, and that security that a child needs, they realize that it comes into play. So what she had stated was that, you know, she had always enjoyed being a grandmother. She loved it. And she always thought, like, this was the greatest thing because, you know, you get to have fun with your grandkids. You know, the parents get to be the heavy and you get to be the fun. But now this was all changing. And, you know, I want to make this discussion more about the celebration of you grandparents, of what you're undertaking, because I don't think you all realize how wonderful you really are and what a dynamic job you're really doing. You know, it made me... um, Think of this one letter that came in, and before we get into anything else or any kind of tips or anything that I'm going to give you, I wanted to read this letter because it was just so poignant, and I had the opportunity of um, even speaking with this with the person who wrote the letter, and um, I just enjoyed it, and I, I just want you all to hear, and you could hear kind of her vex in this letter, a woe in it. So she writes, Dear Sonia, As I heard the topic, transitioning from grandparent to parent, I felt like I needed to reach out immediately because you are speaking on my life. My daughter has lost custody of my granddaughter, and by far I couldn't nor did I want my granddaughter to face foster care. I had to take a deep look into could I really do this because now I'm a mature woman of a certain age, And then on top of it, was I willing to really change the things that my freedoms that I had? So my challenge is the guilt that I feel more than anything. What could I have done to make my daughter 
more fit to take on her role as a mom. My daughter isn't interested in anything as far as it goes with her daughter. She's all about self-care, money, and fast living. She doesn't see her. She doesn't come by nothing. And also the courts have ruled that my daughter is a detriment to her. So it's not that we really can have that much to do with her in the first place. But she's not even willing to work or try. Please help because I'm drowning in guilt and hurt. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Wasn't that letter just powerful? I mean, like it just, and like I said, it just resonated so when I heard it that I just, I had to take a minute and like I said, I had to reach out. And I wanted to say that, you know, when we hear these things and we see it, a lot of times as parents, there's a lot of things, and I know for myself as being a parent, you know, you have some issues of guilt or some things that you want to make sure that they're doing and and really making sure that you're putting those building blocks of success in their life. But we're going to get into that as well because I want to really dissect that letter. I want to put some real things into place for you all that are faced with this challenge because this is not an easy undertaking by far. And I want to tell you, you need to be commended. I'm going to probably drum that in your head as long as you're listening to my show today because I really want you to gather that point. This is a celebration of you grandparents that are picking up that baton and running with it for your grandchild's sake. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips, and you may want to take some notes here. You can pin mark this episode and come back and listen to it as many times as you need to. Share it with someone who is dealing with these things and going through this because this is a conversation that needs to happen. So first and foremost, how are we going to transition smoothly? There are some key elements that we need to put into place. And so the first thing I need for you to do is to acknowledge your feelings. You know, the prospect of raising grandchildren is bound to trigger a range of emotions in you. Positive emotions like the love you feel for your grandchild, the joy in seeing them learn and grow, the re- and relief at giving them a stable environment. Remember, she has provided a stable environment an environment of love and nurturing for her granddaughter. See, she felt guilty because she feels that, what didn't I do for my daughter? Well, let's still get into it. Don't worry. We're going to get into that. It is more difficult to admit to feelings of resentment because a lot of times you can feel resentment when it comes to things or when you see that your child is not living up to the expectations that you have for them. Let go of it because that is like giving energy to a fire that is not going to do anything but really just burn up everything and engulf it and swallow it. I wanted to bring this conversation so it could bolster you. And do you know what a bolster is? It's a pillow or it's a it's a, a pillow or something that goes behind something to sit things up and make it stronger. And that's what this conversation is to do, is to bolster you. You know, I know that it's, it's a challenge for you day in and day out. And you could have fear of the unknown. 
Because this is, this is the unknown. But it's important to acknowledge and accept what you are feeling, both positive and negative. Self up over your doubts or misgivings. It's only natural to feel some, um, you know, ambivalence about child rearing at times uh, when you expected or didn't, those expectations weren't met. And I want to assure you that these feelings don't mean that you don't love your grandchild. It doesn't mean that, not at all. And I want you to realize that having these feelings and those fears and, and checking in on yourself is not a downfall for you. The second point is this, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You probably weren't expecting to be raising kids again at this stage in your life. And at times, the physical, emotional, and financial demand may feel overwhelming for you. And that's why it's vitally important that you take care of yourself and get the support you need. And see, that's what my client did. She came to me for the support so she can put the strong pillars into her life to make sure that she was taking care of herself, mind, body, and soul. So she was able to pour out positivity, giving reassurance, and support to her grandkids in, in exchange. So here's a tip. I like to give my clients, and I tell them all the time, and I, I will tell parents this as well. If you're a parent, you need to listen to this too because it applies to you as, as well. Once a month, if you can hire a sitter or you have other family members that can come in and watch that grandchild or child, for an afternoon or a day or a sleepover or whatever, allow it. Accept the help. Accept it. It is nothing wrong with accepting help because with you accepting help, what happens is this. It means that you get a little bit of you time. And that means if you just want to lay there in bed an extra hour or you want to just indulge on your favorite show or book maybe you go to get a facial or whatever it is, that means that you are taking care of yourself, you are investing in your mental health, your physical health, and emotional health. So in turn, you are pouring that back in and not depleting. Remember, we always talk about investing. I tell you all about investing and investing in yourself means that you pour into yourself and give quality back into you. That's what this is doing. So when you're preoccupied with the daily demands of raising your uh, grandkids, it's easy to let your own needs fall by the waist. And this is such a necessity, not a luxury, grandparents. Parents as well, but grandparents really hear this. You cannot be a good caretaker when you are overwhelmed, exhausted, and emotionally depleted. Wow. That was two great key points that we have already. So acknowledging your feelings and taking care of yourself. 
Number three, realize your grandkids will have mixed feelings too. Now, here we go. Here we go. This is really the meat of everything here. It's the grandkids, their feelings, how they feel, why can't I be with mom? You know, this is terrible. No, life is not that terrible. Just It's just what you think right now. Now, listen. Be them young or old, relocating or moving to a new home is never easy. It's not an easy thing, even in the best of circumstances. And when children are dealing with the loss of a regular contact with their parents or parents, the move can be even harder and emotionally draining for them. And even it can serve to have even... Uh, pressure points for their behavior. And children only can control their behavior and their food, and that's it. If they decide that, you know, they're so upset they're not going to eat or they're going to have a tantrum, that's, that's the two things that they really control. But what it is is that because these little people, they love unconditionally. That's, that's hard because they do. Their parents can be terrible. Or the circumstance could have been horrible. But those little people, those kids, love unconditionally. And so take the time to assure them they are wanted. Let them know, I, I feel your pain. I am so sorry, but we are going to get through this together. Take time to calm their fears. Let them know, I am here for you. I'm here for you. And yes, it's not easy, and you're going to get mad at me, and I'm going to get mad at you, and um, I have some things that I don't understand, but we're going to get through this together because we're a partnership, and we are going to be great, and I love you. And don't be afraid to see, to, to have them see someone professionally as well, because that's important to them. It's important of getting their feelings out and knowing that someone is there and going to really listen to them. So realize your grandchildren will have mixed feelings as well. And that love for parents is hard because they don't understand exactly what happened or they're not really, you know, all this this topsy-turvy, all of a sudden they're thrusted into something different. But that's where you come in to quiet those fears. Number four would be Focus on creating a stable environment. Well, it will take your grandchildren time to adjust to their new living arrangement. Um, There are things you can do to make the transition easier. And I really encourage my um, clients to do this because this is something that is needed. And even in your day-to-day, it's so needed. You have to establish a routine. Routines and schedules help make a child's world feel safe. They basically know what's about to happen. And setting a schedule for meal times and bedtimes is crucial because they need to know, like, look, I expect you to be here. I expect you to be at the breakfast table. We're going to have breakfast at this time. Then we're going to get ready, and we're going to get out for school, and then I'm going to see you at this time, and we're going to do this, and we have our family night, or whatever you're doing, that they know what to expect and what is expected of them. And create a special 
ritual that you and your grandchild can share in on a weekly basis and even on the weekend, something special on the weekend. And this way they know, look, they're looking forward to whatever is coming. Encourage their input in their new home. Let your grandkids, you know, help pack or move into their, move their belongings in. Maybe you want them to set up the room that they can feel comfortable in it or put a special chair or something that is there that says it's theirs and this is your space, that this way they feel that they have a say in it and that things are coming together, that, you know, Grandma sees that I, I really like this and that I have, she really made this so special for me. I love it. Then you want to set clear age-appropriate house rules and enforce them consistently. Consistency is going to be your best friend at this point in juncture. No matter what has happened, what is lacking on the other side of the table, consistency is your best friend. And offer your time and attention freely. And I think with grandparents, they seem to be able to do that because, you know, they've already had everything else kind of going on in their life. Like when we were kids growing up, you know, our parents had to work. They were, you know, pulled in 80 different directions. But with grandparents, some of the grandparents are now retired, and they're able to take that time and just kind of invest that moment and that time with those grandkids and just to elevate that care to a different level. And most importantly, and I cannot emphasize this more than anything, you have to encourage an open, honest relationship for communication. And I know sometimes it can be a challenge because children are different from even maybe how you raised your kids before. Because I'm going to tell you, my daughter is so different compared to myself. When my mom was alive, my mother would take my granddaughter, her, my daughter, for the weekend. And she would have us laughing about the conversations that they would have. And she's also a smart child. So there's a whole other challenge when you have a smart kid, too. But my mom always invested the time of talking and really establishing a great dialogue with my daughter. If they could speak about anything, and sometimes if my daughter was upset during the week, she had to call Lala so Lala could just talk to her. And that's what you want to do. You want to continue to have an open relationship that no matter what happens, they can come to you because they know you will have their back. They know you will protect them. They know that you will give them the guided wisdom that they need. I mean, this is like a conversation that we can, like, take for hours and hours because that's the point. There is so much that has to be packaged in this discussion because you all are transitioning and moving into a new way of parenting and loving. And your grandkids, by far, they are receiving such a beautiful benefit of being with you because you get to shower them with the time 
the energy and the love that maybe you didn't have when you was trying to raise your kids. Maybe you didn't have that kind of patience that you have now because everything was so pressing on you before. So it's okay that you have these uncertainties and that you feel a certain way. But also remember, too, that because now that you're raising them as your kids, you're not just their their grandma. You are not just their grandpa. You are their parents in that way because you are setting the guidance and the barriers in place for them. And remember, don't overshare with your grandchildren. Meaning this, if your grandchildren's parents have lost custody due to whatever the circumstances, do not discuss that in front of them. Do not belittle the parents in front of them. Do not argue with the parents in front of them. Do not make them privy of certain circumstances or situations. And this is the other thing. If they do have a situation where they're trying to reconnect or they're trying to put them back with the parent, but the parent is not meeting the expectations, be ready to have a fallback plan when those parents don't show up to pick them up because they're going to need that kind of buffer because they have been let down yet again. And their anger and disappointment, unfortunately, probably will come back at you but how you handle it, how you bolster them, is how they will have success to grow. You know, Whispers, these are just a few key points that we're talking about right now. But when we talk about these key points, if you can see that it's laying out a huge diagram for you. It's laying out a diagram that allows you to celebrate the accomplishments and the way that you are pouring back into your grandkids. You know, I feel like grandparents are jewels. They are something so special and so valuable that you just don't, sometimes you don't even realize how valuable they are until you're older. And when they impart certain wisdoms and different guidance to you, they mold you in a way that is incredible. So don't forget now you have that ability and that that beautiful gift of molding this little person. And so with that being said, sometimes you have to remold and restructure and pivot your way as well because those children are not the kids that you raise. This era is not the era of the kids that you raise. This dynamic is not the dynamic of the kids you raise. So you must look at it from that angle. You must be willing to say, you know what, we need to stop for a moment and we need to sit down and talk about this. And we have to put some things into place that are going to be very, they're going to be able to work for both both of us and that we are going to be very honest and open about our feelings with each other because I want you to see that this is your home and I want you to grow. And having that connection is important because you by far now are the pulse on that little person or that teenager's life. And you are the pulse that is going to get them to succeed and to move forward and to have happiness. And this is a celebration because 
you have given something so dear to them, which is your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, and your home, a stable home for them. And I love it. And it's not easy. So we're not going to minimize that it's easy because it's not. It's not easy. And it's not. And it's going to be major challenges. And you're going to have hiccups. There's going to be some, you know, anger. And there's going to be different little things. But it's okay. It's okay. Slow down. Take a breath. And realize you're doing a good job. Celebrate your accomplishments. Celebrate the little wins that you have. And be willing to hear what it is and how you can keep growing in this dynamic. So what are your takeaways from the discussion? What are you, what am I giving you to put on your plate to move forward? So first, give yourself time to adjust. You must adjust. Second, you have to take care of yourself so you have the ability to take care of your grandchild or grandchildren. Acknowledge your feelings. Allow yourself to acknowledge your feelings, fears that you may have, the uncertainties that may arise. Acknowledge them, positive or negative. Acknowledge them. Third, um, oh, fourth, we're on number four, is to realize your grandkids will have mixed feelings, Focus on creating a stable environment where you're allowing them to even decorate or put in so they can feel that this is their forever home as well. Encourage open and honest communication that there's no limit to what you all can talk about. Have a judge-free zone. Even if it's something terrible, have a judge-free zone. Take a minute before you speak or react to it and then deal with it as it is. And don't speak disparagingly about their parents. No matter how bad it is, no matter what the circumstances, do not do it. Do not feed into it. Do not allow the parents to come in and put that kind of negativity and chaos within your house. Control the temperature. You can control the temperature. And You know, I'm always here. I'm looking forward to working with some of you all. Um, We've had the opportunity to sign on some of you all as clients, and it's great, and we're going to be setting forth goals. If you're dealing with transitioning from a grandparent to parent, let's meet. Let's sit down and talk, and let's place some goals and some, you know, strategic things into your life that you can do so you can have that success. Feel free to email me at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com or go to www.lapazimageconsultants.com and click on there and just um, book uh, a consultation. So, you know, Whispers, I always love having a discussion like this with you all. And next week's discussion, now listen, fellas, you might want to be here for next week. And ladies, you may really want to tune in next week because we're going to discuss Are men really emotionless? (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a good one, I know. And don't forget, you can come and get social with me. I'm on Instagram at www.instagram.com 
slash whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. Don't forget to join our Facebook group because we're going to have some live discussions. If you have an idea for a topic, also make sure that you email us at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. If you have questions, please feel free to email us. But our Facebook group, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash whisper in a bottle. And in that particular page, you'll also see where you can click to join the private Facebook group where we're going to be doing some great things in there and some workshops as well. So once again, I'm so glad to bring this type of discussion to you all. I'm so happy that you constantly come back and support me and get involved. And thank you all so much. And so my name is Sonia Lorray. I'm a certified lifestyle relationship counselor educator, and motivational speaker, and you're listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays, and I hope you all have a great weekend. All right, Whispers, until next week.